What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to uh, The Big Thing. And it's Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. A lot to talk about, obviously, the big Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. It dropped. Everybody was looking forward to it. They had a big event for it. Did it live up? What's happening? Can break it down. If you haven't seen the trailer and you don't want to watch the trailer, you probably shouldn't watch a lot of this episode because I'm going to be going through some of the shots from the trailer itself and talk about what we saw, what we thought we saw, what we think we're going to see, all, what we didn't see, all that kind of stuff. That's what's going to be happening on this show. And Matrix released a new poster. Ozark, season two, well, season two, season four has a trailer. Uh, Channing Tatum's with a dog and um, some other things I, I watched Dexter so we'll talk about Dexter oh and a squirrel what a stupid story I have about a squirrel I really do I have a story about a squirrel I haven't had one in a while but I got a story about a squirrel I'm going to tell you about all those things and more it's the big thing here we go uh, yeah I think we're going to be excited about this episode by the way I think you're going to be excited about this episode somebody's going to be excited about this episode who I don't know it's the beginning part that's a little music and go. Welcome back, everybody. It is the big thing. It's me, Christian Harlow. Do another one of these solos. Two in a row. Why? Well, normally what I do is I have a um, few pre-tapes and I have people come in and I record them and release them on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I knew that Spider-Man was coming out, that trailer was coming out. There was no chance I was going to get anybody here early enough to do this. So I figured I'd do it myself. You guys liked the one I did the other day. So I did another one. It's not going to be like an ongoing thing, but I just figured, why not do it today? Because we're going to break down this thing. And I, I released this trailer breakdown, it's stupid, last night that I did. I, I had released the reaction, then I released a breakdown afterwards. I was like, why am I doing that? I pulled it because I was like, I'm going to do this on the show tomorrow. It's the same damn, damn thing. Uh-oh. I got Matt Sarah calling me. Hold on. Hey, Matt, I'm actually taping a show right now. You're on the air, so I wanted to give you a warning. Shit, man. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. How, how would you know? But I, I was, I was, uh, yeah, I was, I'm t I was just about to talk about the Spider-Man trailer, and I, and, and, and here you are. Oh, snap. Are you on? Are we on live right now? We're on live right now, yeah. Listen, I'm going to be on tomorrow, no? So I'm tape. We're taping tomorrow, and it's going to air next week. Awesome, awesome. All right, well, listen, do your show. Yeah. Everybody's listening. I love your show. You know I love your show. I know. I'm so happy and, that you're uh, listening again. Let me know what time we're on when we're taping tomorrow. Yeah, I'll, I'll text you afterwards. But let me, real real quick, I know we're going to get into it a little more tomorrow, but what did you think of the of the trailer? I think it's, I'm excited about it. Is there going to be no, it, it's only a rumor about Garfield and Tobey Maguire coming in, or is that not happening? I think that's going to happen. I mean, yeah, no, I don't think we would have at this point. I think that because, so there's a, go back and watch the trailer. I'm going to get break it down in this episode, but go back and watch the trailer. And when the sand, okay. when Sandman is going after him, it looks like they, they, they photoshopped out the, the two other Spider-Man because it looks like Spider-Man gets whacked in the mouth. It looks like when you punch GSP in the face. I'm gonna go watch again. I watched it once last night. I'm gonna watch it again. Good, watch it again, and then we'll 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 break it down. I'm excited to talk to you. We'll, we'll talk more, and I, I definitely want to talk about that Dune because it's my new favorite thing. Everything, dude. We're gonna talk about Dune. We're gonna talk about Matrix. We're gonna talk. Oh, you, I know you're very excited about Knives Out too. <laughs> I think you just lost me. I'm going through a tunnel. <laughs> All right, I'll see you later, brother. Talk to you then, brother. All right. 
the great Matt Serra, uh, former UFC welterweight champion of the world, is going to be on the show. We're pre-taping tomorrow, and then he's going to be on the show next uh, next Wednesday. So that you know, we're obviously going to be doing a lot of pre-taping because I want to have shows during the Thanksgiving weekend. And I was going back and forth with him. I love Matt Serra. What a fucking good dude. He's just, you know, what it is. He reminds me of like everybody I grew up with, and he's like, um, he's just always been very kind. Like when it came, when it, like he was a fan, he's a, he's a geek like us, you know, and he talks about movies all the time. And he reached out, he mentioned, um, I guess some of the old school collider stuff on, on his show, UFC unfiltered, which if you're a fight fan, you should absolutely listen to that. It's, it's great with him and Jim Norton. But, um, but he had, I don't know, we just kind of connected through that and then he started calling in and then he came, he was very generous with his time. He came to the New York comedy club about two years ago before the pandemic hit and he did a show with us live which was a blast he's a character dude and such a great guy i can't wait to talk to him tomorrow i don't normally do the you know digital shows anymore i don't i don't like to do them um unless i have a very special guest i did obviously when cm punk was on i did the the digital episode with him and 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 matt's in in new york and i want to talk to him so we're gonna we're gonna send him a, a stream link tomorrow and we'll tape it. So that's what that's going to be the show. And obviously, if this is this kind of leads into this right here, subscribe to this channel if you haven't done it already. Please do subscribe. Hit the notifications if you are subscribed. Hit that notification bell because it helps tremendously. And if you're not listening, you're not listening on um, who's that? That's not what we wanted to see. That's going to be a little later. But this is the one that we're going to talk about here. Um, if you are listening on podcast form. Please subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, if that's where you want to get this. A lot of people who have been finding the show and enjoying the show, they've been, they've, well, are you guys available on podcasts? And we certainly are. And it helps tremendously because one of the main reasons that I started doing this is because I didn't want to do, SEM Live is the interaction show. It's perfect for Twitch. Um, donations, super chats, schmobots, all that's still there. If you love that, you miss that every day, 10 to 12 o'clock. But I wanted this show to be no donations, no interruptions, but the way that we are trying to continuously build is to try to build up those podcasts um, and podcast listeners. And that's why we have such great sponsors coming in, and we'll talk about them a little later on. But that's it. So, And we get to talk to my buddy on, um, well, next Wednesday. I talk to him tomorrow. You guys get to hear it on Wednesday, next Wednesday. The great Matt Sarah. So, all right, let's get into this shit because there's a lot to talk about. Spider-Man, it dropped, trailer dropped yesterday, and people were pumped for this thing, man. It's like one of the most anticipated trailers all time. What are we going to see? Rumors abound, and what do we see? And they started it off pretty well, right, with, uh, I don't know, my dad, Ryan, Ryan? It was good, wasn't it, Ryan? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? you talking to yourself? Yeah, Why? There's nobody else watching. You're losing your mind. It's fine. There's going to be a time code. Someone's going to go, at this point, Harloff lost his mind. And you're not wrong. Um, anyway, the trailer breaks down. And here's Spider-Man swinging around the place with, um, with Mary Jane. And what happens at this point is stuff that we had already seen that, you know, he, he now, he, he feels, they're setting up the relationship with Mary Jane and how important, or MJ, sorry, how important it is for him and what it means. And then we jump into the um, the Doctor Strange part of it where we learn that the spell that he tried to do 
that was going to erase everybody's memory. And when he screwed it up, when Spidey got involved, screwed it up, it started bringing people in. Uh-oh. That's the problem. That's what we knew. We knew that kind of stuff was happening, right? So I'm just going to go through some of these pictures that we see. And this one, obviously, is we know from from that Peter Parker is is exposed after Gyllenhaal set him up. Stereo said, hey, man, I'm going out. Take him. You're, you're going to be, everyone's going to know who you are, you little bitch. So now he's got to try to make sure that everyone forgets because he's he's exposed, and I think, and I'll, I'll talk to Coy about this when he's on, I think this is their way to, to incorporate what the, the Civil War storyline was, like originally in the comics, because I know he takes his mask off and people know who he is and yada, yada, yada. Um, I'm not going in order of this trailer. I'm just going to go from certain shots that kind of popped out and we can go from there. Um, here's the next one. That's not it. Uh, I mean, this shot. This, is, this, this goes into right away. This shot for people who are listening, it's the shot of the Green Goblins, one of his little, one of the bombs. And it's just, and Doctor Strange tells him as much. He's like, you know, people are coming in, back and forth. You get all these villains, back and forth. What, what's going to happen? And we, we knew, though, by the way, when we, we had heard Willem Dafoe cackling in the back. And then we see these posters. They continue to keep showing the, these posters of him, the little, you got to zoom in. Every poster they have, you zoom in to find the, uh, do I have one of these stupid posters somewhere? I think I do. Yeah, there it is. So when you zoom into it, you see him in the background there. So so we can zoom this in for you guys who are watching um, on YouTubes. So where it is? And there he is. He's, he's, People don't like people hate these posters, man. They think Photoshop, but but there he is, right? He's he, he's he's there. So they've been they've been teasing this prick the whole time, and now he's back shooting off the bombs. So this Peter Parker's got to fight off all of these villains now, and he's yeah. Well, there's a great shot here now of him with with the suit, and I think that that's what's going to be interesting to see, like the the villains that he's got to fight. He's, they're fighting a very advanced Spider-Man. They're not fighting the Spider-Man that they thought they were fighting. But, you know, you bring back, and then there's this this shot of them. There's a lot of shots of the of Ned and MJ and, and Peter, and they're, they're working together again. So clearly, whatever he did when he messed up the spell, their memories are back. They're helping him out. And they even show at the end, I don't have the screenshot at the end of it, but we, we, we know that there's a lot of theories of what's going to happen because MJ is, is falling to her doom, it seems like. And everybody's wondering, there's a lot of speculation. I'm sure there'll be a thousand comments on here. We'll just get into it now. Big speculation that she's falling at the end and she's doing that thing and there's that, and, and it's so fresh in my mind because we're doing the rewatch series, Spider-Man rewatch series. We just watched Amazing Spider-Man 2 and one of the most emotional moments inside of the film is when Gwen Stacy falls to her death and Peter Parker is reaching for her and he, at the very end, just gets her but she smashes her head and and, and she dies. Um, And it, you know, it crushes him. And Andrew Garfield is so good in that moment. So a lot of people are speculating that Garfield's Spider-Man is going to save this MJ or MJ, and and that's going to be kind of a redemption thing, right? I think it makes sense. I think it adds up. Um, and let's just get into it now. As far as Garfield and Maguire go, people are like, well, they didn't show him. And even Sarah just asked, does that mean they're not going to be in it? No, nah, they're going to be in it. 
it would be something else that they weren't. I'll tell you that. People would lose their minds now. And it's funny because I see that question also is that at this point, if they don't show up, everyone will be mad at Sony and Marvel who have never, who have been adamant in saying that they're not in the movie and not, not going to be in it. McGuire is, and well, McGuire, I haven't heard say shit. I mean, he's like, uh, it's like Walter White in a cabin somewhere. But but uh, but Garfield, nah, 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 not in it. Nah, 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 not in it. Um, I think he's full of shit, to be honest. Liar. Uh, I like Garfield, though. But he's got to be. He's got to be a liar in this. But if he's not in it, um, they have that. They can say, we told you. You're not in it. Told you. But with the things that have come out, the leaks and whatnot, and the, it's very similar to me when I talked about Luke Skywalker and, and Mandalorian. And I said, he's got to be in it. And people are like, oh, you're making universe to galaxy too small if you put him in it. I was like, no, it's storyline. It makes sense. It's You're not just throwing him in there because, oh, we need Luke Skywalker. Like, I think that, you say what you want about Solo, the film, it's fine. But, like, just putting Han Solo movie out is just to try to appeal. Oh, it's, it's Han Solo. People go see it. it. There's no reason to do it. I'm not talking about the quality of the movie, but there was no reason to make a, a solo movie. There's no reason to just throw people into certain things if it doesn't make sense. The time of Mandalorian, Luke Skywalker is the strongest Jedi. He would sense Grogu, so it made sense. The same applies here. If everybody now, if if when he opened up, because he says, Doctor Strange says when it opened up, the villains were coming in, and these are all villains in, that have come in and they've died facing Spider-Man. Now, they obviously died in different multiverses because the lizard is in this thing, and he didn't die in Amazing Spider-Man. He gets sent to prison. Um, so maybe in another universe, he did die. But the point is, is it just the villains that are coming in? And if so, why? Why would just the villains be coming in? Maybe for a while throughout the duration of the film and making you wait for it, maybe that's why eventually, because they're going to, Put you on the edge of the seat. Now, people are wondering, should they just shown you Toby and, and Andrew? Because everyone knows that they're in it. Um, I think that, I, like I said the other day, I would have understood if they did do that, if they did put them in there to market to people to get them in there. But they're going all out in the fact that like they want people to have that kind of wrestling pop. You know, like when they're, if they're in the middle of this and people are waiting for it, because if... Here's the thing. If you're waiting for it, if you're waiting for it and it doesn't happen, yes, people are going to be disappointed, pissed off, and, surp and surprised and shocked. Like, holy shit. You know, they said it. And they said they weren't in it. And they weren't in it. Man. And you're going to be on the edge of the seat waiting for them to show up, and then they never show up. However, when they do show up, and you haven't said anything, and you don't know when the moment is, and you haven't been spoiled as far as when or any other moments happening throughout that, you know, other surprises lose your mind when they finally show up it's like whether you agree or disagree that luke skywalker had he shown up in the force awakens when ray catches the saber and had it been luke whether you agree or, or not agree that it would have been uh, necessary or not necessary um it would have gotten a massive round of applause in the theater when it was happening and i think the same could apply well it's not could will apply here if you're on night, if you're going to night one of the screenings of this movie, and everybody is just whoa, where, 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 and the the second either one of these humps shows up, they'll lose their minds. People are gonna lose their friggin' minds. 
I mean, look at it, just losing your minds on a reaction when it comes to Doc Ock, which I guess kind of gets us into, they're talking to, to Dr. Strange. Oh, some of the jokes in this trailer were shit, by the way. Um, I love the trailer, but I think the, the jokes were shit. Um, the, the uh, what was that? The, the Scooby-Doo thing? Atrocious. It was not good. Um, but whatever, I'll forgive it. So there's the suit. He's doing some fighting. There's that, that's that, this is that big moment. Now, this is the scene that I was talking to Sarah about. You get the lizard over here. You get Sandman. You get Electro. Uh, they didn't, Electro's not blue. He's got the original look. CGI looked like shit in the one that they showed Jamie Foxx. I like the look of Electro now, but the CGI looked terrible in the trailer. But that's, it's the trailer. They could fix it up by the time you get to the actual movie itself. Um, but this scene that you got, it just, because of what Marvel has done in the past with editing out people, I'm going to say it's a pretty good bet that they edited out Garfield and Maguire in that shot because there's three of them, might be more, but three of them in that particular shot. And when you look, someone slowed it down. It looks like Lizard gets cracked in the jaw. Um, and it looks like they're, they're going head on with two other Spider-Men. And I think that they did that on purpose to, to you know, say, yeah, people will pick this up. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. But they, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe that was their subtle way of showing you them without showing you. Other people saying that Garfield's arm shows up. It looks like he's swinging around. People are looking for this shit, and I love it. It's great. But just going back to that, not, not just guessing whether or not they're going to show up, but the fact that you got these villains that have come in and why they're there and the overall idea of the movie that it looks like Holland doesn't want to kill all these people people right it looks like he's or send them back because their fate they're going to wind up dying at spider-man it wasn't super clear of what it all is about but i don't care you know i don't need it to be super clear right now anyway this is a great shot uh, this is one of my favorite shots in the uh in the trailer like he's shooting some shit at spider-man and spider-man's going through the, the little portal there and or he's flipping him through the thing who knows either way it looks like this is right either before or after he slaps his body out of him and he's because I don't I, I don't think Doctor Strange is going to be in this movie as much as everybody thinks he might be I think it would be about as much screen time as as Stark got in the other one so oh there's look at this prick this guy <laughs> this guy um he uh the, I, I don't know what the hell's going on with this character this Spider-Man like did they say evil suit Spider-Man I'm not going to pretend there's no you're not going to get me going, well, I know who it is. I remember the episode exactly, or the, I, I, I was told to check out the comic books, and I did, and I did my research. I didn't do any fucking research. Do shit. I just tell you that I saw this guy, and it's like Spider-Man, but he's all jacked up in some kind of suit. Magic suit is what they're telling me. What does that mean to me? Absolutely nothing. But it looks cool. That's all I got. Um, now they're saying he could be a villain again. So what's he doing? I like the potential here. Because if they can if they can stick the landing. <clears throat> if they can stick the landing and they can do what they did in into the Spider-Verse, and the way they do into the Spider-Verse. Just watch that recently again. And it's just so good. And they and they don't confuse you. They loop you in on the multiverse and how it all works. And they're gonna try to do the same thing here. Um 
look, there's a lot going on, and they're combining all of the the Spider-Man universes here, and they're clearly setting up a um, a Sinister Six movie, obviously, with all these people. Some people say that there is also uh, the other... Harry's Goblin is flying around in there, and you got... So, obviously, you got him, you got Willem Dafoe, Electro, uh, Sandman, Lizard. There's tons of villains here. Now, who's the most prominent that pops up is um, Doc Ock. Where is he? No. There's, there's that. Is that now? Which the, I think that's the Willem Dafoe one, and then there's the, the Willem Dafoe Goblin, and then there's the Harry Osborn one also. But Doc Ock. I love this part of the trailer. It's one of my favorite parts of the entire trailer. Doc Ock who we know from the first one, he's a hello, Peter. And then he, they're, they're fighting and he picks him upside down. He says, wait a minute, you're not Peter. You're not Peter Parker. What's happening here? And then it looks like they capture him somehow. Um, now, if you remember from Spider-Man 2, Doc Ock, that's loud. I'm not going to pretend that you can't hear that. You can. That's really loud. But, some of you may not know this. I'm a fucking Jedi. I'm going to make it go away in six minutes. It'll, it'll go away. You'll forget about it because we'll be talking about something else. Most likely Butcher Box. But you'll forget. Right now, it's right in your ears. It's like you're sleeping and an alarm clock is buzzing through your ears and shit's going down in your head. Use it. Don't make it a distraction. Use it. Use your imagination. What is it? Is it a bunch of tractor trailers in your head zipping around is it a lawnmower is it someone from the new cars movie with a broken rotor whatever it might be you've just made a little movie inside of your head congratulations you can get a netflix deal it's never gonna end it's gonna go on forever for the duration of this podcast show wait it's you know what it is perfect let's get louder it's, it's like Jason running after you, and you just can't get away. Although Jason doesn't use a chainsaw. Leatherface does. Didn't think I know my horror movies? Fuck you. I do. And I also know that, am I trying to stall as this is continuing to go on? Yes, I am. Am I doing a good job? No. No, I'm not. But I will continue to do this. Man, it's like Leatherface is just fucking with people right now. He's running around showing them the chainsaw. He's like showing them. He's like, look, look what's, look what's happening here. And it just, it just doesn't end. <laughs> here he comes. He's running in quick. He's got his balls out. Why? At this point, 20 movies in or whatever it is, why wouldn't he have his balls out? And he left now. Now it's better. Well, that was fun. Now let's get back into this. <laughs> Fucking idiot I am. This is what I do for my life. All right. Doc Ock. He's back. And he... So, as I was saying, in Spider-Man 2, he, um, at the very end, he comes to, as Padme would say, he's, there's still good in him. And he helps out. I think that he's going to help out Peter Parker. I think he's going to be good. I think he's going to wind up eating shit. Um, but it doesn't look like he's fighting with 
the rest of them. Looks like he comes around. Looks like he's helping some way or another because they're having conversations with them. They're goofy. They, they, just, they just have him in the room like, like Hannibal Lecter. That's possible also. But anyway, I think he's going to help out because there's a lot going on with this one. So let's see what else now if we're moving down the line. This is my favorite shot of Doctor Strange. This reminds me of everything I used to see in the comic books. I really like to talk to like Matt Key and see what he thinks of this shot. Because to me, this this really reminds me of of everything I remember in comic books when every time I saw Doctor Strange. It's pretty great. I'm trying to hold it all together. So he's gonna have a, a big role, obviously, at the end there. There's the goblin. People are also talking about it's weird. Because they used, I, I, and I think I said it when I when we did the rewatch of Spider Man One. The the, the suit is so goofy. I kind of love that it's back. When you see it in the original movie, it just look it's it's such a goofy Sam Raimi suit. But for nostalgic purposes, I'm glad it's back. I kind of like the idea he's back. He doesn't look as he doesn't look as as uh, as goofy. Doesn't look as goofy. But it's still. Can't lock into it. Where is it? There it is. Let's try. Let me see. Yeah, it looks a little more menacing. Doesn't look as goofy. But yeah, uh, I I like that it's back. I don't know. What do you guys think? You like that it's back or no? Uh, and the J Jonah Jameson is in it, obviously, and we finally get him in there. So that's. But he, okay. All right. So I'm like Leo gets. All right. Yeah. 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 When. I said before that I think that the shot of J. Jonah Jameson proves that Peter and uh, and and uh, Toby will be in this. And we say, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. They already proved that J. Jonah Jameson is part of this universe already, which is true. But the question is, which J. Jonah Jameson is that? Which one is it? Um, and how much does he know? So I think that that proves that he's going to be I, I, there's just a scene with him and Tobey Maguire. You got to do it. You got to do it. Got to have a scene with those guys. Those guys? Yeah, we got to have a scene with those guys. So him back, love it. I always love seeing him. What did he, he was just in, well, should I spoil it? I don't want to spoil it. He was in something recently that I saw. doesn't really matter. It's not a big of a spoiler, but he's, he's in something. I love, I always love when he shows up. I always love when he shows up. Um, Okay, so we saw we talked about that shot already. See any other shots here that were that were missing? We got that one and that one and that one. I think that's the majority of the stuff. I don't think we're missing too much. I want to see if if there's anything else. Oh, the electro. There's so I like how electro looks here. I like how electro looks here. Um, and I, I get why they took away the blue thing. That's that's fine. This is just another. This is a different version of uh, of electro in a different multiverse that he's he's got the more traditional look cool with it just didn't like the cgi face that they gave him uh, afterwards i thought that was pretty lame uh, all right so i think that's the majority of the shots here i'm gonna see if i forgot anything else yeah i did that one i did that one yeah that one. i think that's it and then that guy um that's really it i think that's, that's the that is the meji that is the meji that is the majority of of what we're talking about here no doubt no doubt 
Um, so what do you guys think? And anything else that we really missed? I know some people thought it was over, uh, underwhelming because I think that maybe they expect, I don't know what they were expecting, but um, uh, the stuff I'm going to agree with a lot of people if you were, I, I, the jokes didn't work. The jokes didn't work for me, but doesn't mean it, 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 it hurt the tone. I think the tone is still going to be pretty good. I, I definitely think they photoshopped out Toby and Andrew and that, and I'm all for it. I like the idea that they didn't show them. I think people are so hyped on this movie anyway, you don't need to show them. I think everybody assumes that they're going to be in it. I think it might. I do think it's going to hurt, even though it's not their fault if they don't show up because Sony and Marvel have either potentially lied to you or told you the truth that they're not in it, right? Um, but either way, this, is a, this, this movie is hyped beyond belief. Beyond belief, this movie is so hyped up. It's unbelievable. Um, and I'm excited for it. And before I get into the next movie that everyone is hyped up about, I'm excited once again. I'm talking about me getting hyped up. I get hyped up about ButcherBox. You guys know I won't shut the hell up about ButcherBox. It is absolutely one of the best things I have come into contact with in my time podcasting. Because honestly, when it comes to the meat that's going to be the centerpiece of your holiday meals, quality, it matters. And when you invest in high-quality meat from ButcherBox, the benefits go way beyond a great-tasting meal. No joke. ButcherBox sources their meat from, their part, from partners with the highest standards for quality. There's no more searching the grocery store for 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, wild-caught seafood, and more. Their sourcing decisions are made in holistically keeping the farmer, the planet, the animal, and your family in mind. Um, I am obsessed. Obsessed with butcher box i'm obsessed with it i wound up just getting the new box that i ordered um we got turkey we got uh we got chicken salmon making all these dishes oh the ground beef is so good my wife made a shepherd's pie did uh did like a oh we'd use the ground we had ground turkey we had ground turkey we had um we had pasta we had turkey we had like a a bowl almost not bolognese but a, a turkey meat for the sauce, it was so good. Their meat is delicious. I'm so excited to have Butcher Box in my life. Um, you should you should check it out, man. I'm telling you, if you haven't checked it out, the grocery store it's it's expensive. It's expensive. Butcher Box is worth it. And what's so great about it is that every month Butcher Box ships a curated selection of high quality meat. It just goes right to your house. It's free shipping for the continental U.S. There's no antibiotics or added hormones. Each box contains 8 to 14 pounds of meat, depending on the box that you choose. It's enough for 24 individual meals. Packed fresh and shipped for, for convenience so you can save time on the next grocery store trip. What I've been doing, customize my own box. or You can go with one of theirs, which is also very convenient. But either way, you get exactly what you want to get. It's phenomenal. This is what ButcherBox is offering right now. ButcherBox is offering new members $20 off and free bacon in your first box. Offer's going to end on 11:21, so get the deal before it's gone. You go to butcherbox.com slash SEN live. Got to change this thing. Got to change this. Let me change this. It's butcherbox.com slash SEN live. Go there. Get $20 off. I promise you guys, once you get it, you're not going to go to the grocery store anymore. You're going to you're going to sign up for this. It is great. I'm getting my dad a box for uh, for Christmas. He's going to love it. He cooks a lot. He barbecues a lot. 
um, and he's going to be very excited. And you, and you just put it in, free, in your freezer. I have ground beef that I've had for a little bit now. I keep getting this chicken. The bacon is delicious. Do it. Sign up. I promise you, you will thank me. All right. Let's move on over here, ladies and gentlemen. So going on and moving to the, uh, moving to the news. And the big news. Oh, I'm going to talk about that guy later. Like, Who's that? Don't worry about it. Some of you know, some of you don't. Okay. So the new trailer. It's not a new trailer. New poster, which means the new trailer is probably right around the corner. Um, I didn't even think about that until I just saw the poster again. New poster from Matrix is coming out. And man, oh man, Resurrections. I am as hyped for this movie as I am Spider-Man, maybe even more so. I'm not going to lie to you. I think I'm so, one of the reasons I'm so beefed up about the Spider-Man movie it's because of these rewatches that we've been doing every Friday. If you've missed out on them, you should check them out. It's myself, Koyji Andrew, and uh, the great Winston A. Marshall. And we've been breaking down all the movies and talking about all the movies. And I'm excited now about Spider-Man, right? But we're going to do the same thing for Matrix. I mean, myself, Koy, and Kate. Kate's never seen a Matrix, single one of them before. So we're going to approach it that way and put them up in the lead up to this movie. I'm the last I don't like two and three. I mean two is fine. I gotta I gotta rewatch them again. Loved Animatrix, loved Matrix One. I thought two was alright, just three was such a disappointment. It, it made two worse. But this trailer, man. I mean, the trailer really, really looked good. So this movie. Yeah, young Morpheus, you got some new agents we don't know yet. You got uh, Trinity in the back there, and there's Neo messing it up for all those agents once again. Just don't, I know that, I love Trinity. I love Trinity. Want to see her kind of own the role, do some new stuff, love Carrie Ann Moss. I just don't want to see them sacrifice Neil also, and then he's gone after movie one. I don't think they're going to do that. I hope they don't do that. I don't know. But either way, poster's great. Love this poster. I think it's better than any of the Spider-Man poster that, we, that we've seen so far. But, I just it gets me hyped up because it's one of the I mean you got we got a big end of the year right with Spider Man and Matrix coming out and I'm going to see House of Gucci today I don't know when I can talk about it just saw Ghostbusters so my review of Ghostbusters is up now you can go check that out on the channel once you're done with this I'll put a an end card I'll put the Ghostbusters review on there um but. Yeah, man, this movie is my, between that and Spider-Man, my two most hyped of the year, for sure. I mean, I think that's pretty much solid for everybody. But this next trailer from Matrix, I wonder if, the, I wonder if they're going to hit us with this, because normally when a poster comes out, like the next day you get a trailer. So I wonder if we're going to get hit with a trailer. My stupid ass, I'm probably on, uh, I'm probably talking to you guys, and they probably dropped the trailer already, for all I know. Let me check Twitter. I doubt it. I usually do it like a day, a day later. No, it doesn't. What the hell is this? Looks like, uh, oh, Teen Wolf. Wait, Ed Harrell just wrote me and said, uh, this looks adorable and totally is the spiritual succession version of the 80s. Oh, it's like Teen Wolf. I, I, haven't, I, I don't know what that is, but I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's funny. Um, anyway. Yeah, so Matrix, sign me up. I'm good for it. Want to check it out. 
All right, let's move on. We've got a bunch of different news and things that I wanted to talk about here today besides Matrix. Because, I, mean, I mean, there's nothing to really talk about with this poster besides the fact that it looks great. And I, love, I, I think it's one of the better posters. And I like they're going back to basics, man. I think we're just going to spend a lot of time in the Matrix. And that's what I'm hoping for. God, I hope this movie's good. Please be good. Ozark, season four. Teaser Taylor dropped. You guys watch. This is like to me. It's a, the the successor for. Uh, it's my. It, it fills my my need of when I lost Breaking Bad. It's got that Breaking Bad feel. Some people say Breaking Bad light, or it's trying to be Breaking Bad. I like. I like. I like this show a lot. I think Laura Linney and, and Jason Bateman are phenomenal together. They play off each other really good. Dynamic of the family is really good. It, what you know what they did in this trailer that I liked a lot. At the very end of it, they said. Um, Go catch up on the other seasons because it's been like two years since the last season, and you got to rewatch them in order to catch up. I saw with the way that they did this trailer; they kind of go backwards and they show. I'm like, "Oh right, that happened. Oh right, that happened." You got to get a refresher. I can't. There's no chance I'm going to watch all three seasons leading up to January. I'm just not going to be able to do that. But maybe watch the last episode of season three to get caught up again. Um, I love this show. I'm excited, and in four seasons, I think that if you if if this is the last, I think this is the last season. If it's the last season, it's the last season. Go out, boom! Don't push it. That's what happens too many times. People push it. So what happened with Dexter, right? Which we'll talk about. Dexter was a phenomenal, phenomenal show. It was phenomenal. I liked it very much. I would sit there and I'd watch it and I'd say, "Why am I rooting for this guy? He's a killer. He's not nice. He, he's got something fucked up about him. He does things that he should not be doing." And yet, he's a vigilante. And they say, God, get him. This is, you're going after a molester. Kill him. Do it. Oh, my God. Am I, what does that make me? Oh, my God. I'm following this man killing people. And it reminds me of other times. I'm going to take my, this call from my wife. Honey, you're on the air. What's going on? Oh, good. I love it when you do that. Yes. Um, so, I just got a bunch of food for Thanksgiving. Okay. <laughs> I was calling to see if you wanted to help me. Well, not on the air, I can't. But this is what I deal with, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, uh, honey. I'll talk to you in a bit. Um, this is what I deal with. This is like so people don't understand. Like when back and forth, when uh, when you're working at home, it doesn't matter. You got groceries to unload. You got to unload groceries. Hence my life. Um, but anyway, jumping back to Dexter. Dexter was so good. After four seasons, they did something. And I don't want to spoil it for anybody because there's the new season that we'll get into, New Blood. And I, um, so New Blood, they brought back the showrunner. They brought back the showrunner from se- after season four. And I know a lot of people watching New Blood and they go back and watching it and see that something happens at the end of season four and they got rid of that showrunner. And the seasons kind of went downhill. There's certain things that were cool about some of the seasons, but then it kind of went downhill. The last, most people thought the season finale of Dexter was the farts. Um, and it's weird because I never do this. My wife does it often. I don't do it. I usually, when if I start a movie or I start a series, I finish it. And Dexter, I was invested and so into it. The last season, Dexter, after about six episodes in, I just bailed on it. I watched the, the last scene on YouTube or something. So shocked that that happened. So fast forward, I think, eight years later, they announced that Dexter's coming back, New Blood, and they rebooted this particular way. Um, 
I'm digging it so far. The showrunner's back. Digging it. I like what I'm only two. Obviously, the only two episodes have dropped so far. People asked me if I was going to do a review. I think I'm going to do a review the entire season when it's out, not episode by episode. I'm going to do a full season review once the finale comes out. I'll, I'll do a review of it. Um, the great Clancy Brown. I gotta, you know what? I got to reach out to Clancy, see if I can get Clancy on an interview, talk to him about Dexter. Shit, I got to do that. He was, my, he was like my first, one of my first interviews, not my, not my very first, but he was one of my first interviews on one on one with Christian Harloff when I had that show on. Um, so I got to reach out to Clancy, see if I can get him for Dexter. I love Clancy Brown. Such a great actor. Very nice guy, too. Um, I don't think he's going to be playing a nice guy in this one. He, he, he just showed up so far in the series. Um, but either way, liking what I'm seeing so far, two episodes in, not going to spoil it for anybody. The, spo- the, the review at the end will probably be a full spoiler review, so if you're going to catch up on Dexter, you should watch it before I do my review. Uh, and then going back, that's why... I as we're into all these seasons of Dexter, you got four seasons of Ozark, which I think have been solid. End it. Go out on the bank. Don't push it. So that's Ozark. Excited about Ozark. And what else after Ozark? Oh, there's something else in Ozark. Um, oh, yeah. There's this trailer that just came out. Dog. I think this looks like a fun family film. It reminds, it's like Channing, Channing Tatum's uh, Turner and Hooch. It's got a light feel about it. This guy, he's in, you know, he's a special ops or whatever, he, whatever. I think special ops. And he comes he comes in and, you know, he's just kind of like a off-the-radar guy. And he's just, was a good soldier. But, you know, he doesn't have his shit together. So he goes to the base and they tell him, hey, one of these legendary soldiers, he, he got, he got, he died, and you want you want back in. You got to take care of his dog. It's such a Turner and this is Turner and Hooch. I mean Turner and Hooch. The, the the cop couldn't couldn't control the dog at first, and they become really good friends. And it's you've seen the movie a thousand times, but there's a reason it's made a thousand times because it's always enjoyable to watch. Uh, I think Chang Tatum looks good in this. I love the scene when he's sitting with the dog on the. On, on the car, and he said, just give me your paw, will you? Whatever he says something, and he gives it to me, laughs. It was like a genuine moment. You have these moments. Where, like I, Right away, I have an, my dog, the dude, is something else. He's a perfect example of how this all ties in. This dog now is like five or six months old. He, I take him on walks now. He goes in the bathroom. He knows, he holds his piss and shit in for like, you know, hours upon hours when he's sleeping. Goes to sleep, wakes up, you know, eight eight hours later, pees and poops outside. He's good to go. However, if he's inside and I'm not around, well, there's there's the four-year-old's doll. I'm going to piss on her head. And that's what he did. Pissed all over the doll's head. What did the doll do to him? The doll didn't do anything to him. And so my wife had to shampoo the doll's hair. You can't throw the doll out. It's gonna that's gonna cause a stink with uh, with the four year old who, as I've mentioned many times, is Silvio Dante from The Sopranos. I don't think it's time to throw out my doll. Do I throw out your stuff? No, no, I don't. So, how about you control the dog? Don't have him do pee pee on my doll, and we won't have this problem. Fair enough. Uh, okay. So before we get into our next um, sponsor. You know, I have a story for you guys. I'm gonna we'll go into the sponsor. I'll tell you a bit at the end of that. 
fucking squirrels are back. I'm going to tell you about them in a second. These squirrels. I can't take them. Can't take them, the squirrels. All right. But let me tell you about let me tell you about Magic Spoon. Let me tell you about Magic Spoon. I love Magic Spoon. Very excited to have them back. Because growing up, for me, cereal was one of the best parts of being a kid. And you had to give it up because you realize that cereal mostly is just sugar. And it's junk that you shouldn't eat. I loved eating cereal. You just got to stop. It's just sugar bowl. And as I've been telling you guys over the last couple of uh, months... I've been trying to cut down on carbs and sugar and unhealthy food and realized you can't eat anything anymore. can't do it. I've been drinking protein shakes and powder for years, but finally I found a delicious way to get protein before and after workouts. I've told you about like me using Fitbit and all that stuff. You've got you to you have some protein. Everybody tries to eat better. But healthy breakfasts, they don't have to be boring. That's what's so fun about Magic Spoon. It has the amazing flavors that you love, but without all the bad stuff. Check this out. There are zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. Only 140 calories a serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. There's a variety pack. Four flavors are cocoa, fruity, Frosted and peanut butter. What is so great about the flavor, you, you, can, you can take, for me, uh, my favorite flavors in general are cocoa and, and peanut butter. And I have both of those. You mix them together and it tastes like a peanut butter cup. Now, the good thing about Magic Spoon is it tastes exactly like regular cereal from your childhood, but it's super nutritious. That's what everyone's looking for. Nutritious, nutritious cereal. Well, it's here. And it's delicious, so it's super healthy cereal that really brings joy to your mornings or your afternoons, or nights. What do you want to do? Go to magicspoon.com slash big thing and grab a variety pack and try it today. Be sure to use that promo code big thing at the checkout and you'll get $5 off your order. Try it out. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product it is backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash big thing. Use that code big thing and you save $5 off. And thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. Love them. They're, they're, they're pretty great, man. Um, okay. So let me tell you about this, what happens the other day. So around, I don't know, it was probably a week ago, I come back, I leave my screen door open in the office. And I walk in, and this little prick squirrel is on the table going after my Paddington cookie jar, which I just put the kids' Halloween candy in. He's in there going after it. I go, get the fuck out of here, you squirrel. He runs out and got him out. So my daughter is in the office playing, she plays Sims on Xbox. She's in here, she's playing Xbox, and came in, I said, all right, Viv, it's time to to lock it up now, we gotta go. She's like, Dad, you had to close that door all the way. There's a squirrel coming really close, and I had to yell at him. I was like, I wonder if it's the same squirrel. That he was, you know, now that he knows what's going on in here with the candies coming back in. So fast forward to about 
it was two days ago. It's on a work phone call. And I'm in the middle of talking on this call. This isn't like one of those things where you're like talking, you're, you're listening and something happens. I'm in the middle of talking. And I hear this. I hear this sound. It's like... And I think, I see Paddington's head moving. And I think it's my daughter or my wife trying to sneak something. And I look over, I see this. And this little bastard is just there, and he grabs a pack of M&Ms. And he jumps off the table, and I'm in the middle of talking, and I go, Yay, you fucking squirrel! And the people on the wall are like, What is going on? And I'm in the middle of giving a point. I mean, I'm in the mid-sentence. And I said, screaming at a squirrel. They thought it was hilarious. And I'm running out. And the squirrel was not scared. Not scared. He was almost annoyed that I was bothering him with the M&Ms. And I felt like I was walking the dude out because he was right next to me. And I'm like, get out of here. And he's like looking at me. I go, get out. I didn't kick him. I didn't throw anything at him. I didn't do it. I just said, get out of here. He grabbed the M&Ms and he left. And I got to be honest, I respect him. I respect the moxie. Squirrel had massive balls. Now, he's pushed the limits now. Now he's gone, he's, he's gone two times and gone further. And God knows how many times he's been in the office. This, is, this ain't, this is the only times I've caught him or gotten close. He's been in here. So, just when you think, just when they think. You remember, for people who've been following this show, or me, for years, I had a problem with squirrels at my old place years ago. And these, but the, I mean, this guy was just, is just a hungry candy thief. He's not, the, the other, these, these were demon, demon squirrels. This guy's not a demon squirrel. He just likes candy. I give him props. Give him props. I'm going to give you guys props in a second here, too, because I got you. Uh, I, I, did some, uh, I did some questions today on the Facebook page. My link of my Facebook page is in the, um, is in the description of this video. Why don't you head on over there? And if you follow me over there, I do. When I do solo shows like this, I ask if you have any questions. And then at the end of the show, I do that. Um, before we get to our last sponsor of the day, I would like to address I did something the other day where I mentioned on this show. We were going to do a, um, so rewind. For the movie trivia Schmodown, we, in the beginning of the year, wanted to do a, um, a prize pool for the winning faction of, of the entire thing. So we tried to think of a way to do it with Skybound. We came up with the idea of what if we did something for merchandise, if we came up to a certain point and the way it works is you got to put costs into it and everything and the shipping and the, the production of it because it's not like how we used to do it with Public, where they would ship everything. This is like we Skybound and just do everything. It's by order and a lot of costs and stuff that go into it. Anyway, so it's like once, and so a lot of people aren't aware of this too and not everybody thinks that people are aware or not aware. So you got to let people know how it works. So people, there are people who run businesses that, that do understand. Profit doesn't come until you hit a certain amount of money. And so we said, all right, once we hit this, then after you hit that, then a percentage of those profits will then go into the pool. Never hit that, that amount. Just never hit it. Um, where there were a bunch of shirts that were kind of sold up top. 
wasn't promoted enough, whatever it might be, didn't happen, um, didn't hit, didn't hit it. And I started to realize this, I think in the summertime that it was starting to look like we were going to need to do something else. So I started to have meetings about doing like a, like a full on week of just like a, um, you know, t- not telethon, but like something where it was like a schmocon and you do something and everything that we would get from those, anything that came in, uh, any, anybody who contributed, it would go to that, that pool. Same thing though, comes to hiring talent, um, hi- hiring production, hire, like there's always costs that go into things that, that people don't realize. And why would you, if you're not on the other side of it, but we were doing that. We we're trying to figure it out. Then I said, well, what if we did it for a day? It's like, okay, then we have to hire somebody else to do it. And that was going to be the idea. It was just to do a first stream. And then I said, well, it was spectacular and everything coming around and we're right around the corner. And the other thing too, you have to realize is that I don't run this thing by myself and a few other people anymore. It's like we're involved with a, with a professional business and there's things you got to do and you got to go through, you got to make sure legally that things are done right and you got to talk to people and you got to protect, you know, your overall uh, business in general. And it's not just as easy as going, okay, do this. So, Things take a while. And, you know, when you're working in, inside of Skybound, they have 7,000 different properties and stuff that they're working with. So, and legal is, you got, anyway, it takes a while. So the idea was to figure out how to do this. And then we said, well, what if we did like a one-day stream, but I'll set up a GoFundMe and push people to that. Initially, when I thought of it, I was like, okay, might be a good idea. Well, let me tell you. Went over like a fart in an elevator. <laughs> um, people are not happy about it. And I understood the reasons why. A lot of people like there's um it's one of our greatest fans that we've ever had. This guy AJ Lancaster does great things on his YouTube channel. He, he does like donations for people and he helps people in need. He's a very good dude and he's and he's helped out and donated uh, tons to SEN Live and things too. He was pissed off. He DM me and talked to me. He's like, I just feel like there's certain things as far as why and I had to explain it to him overall as far as the profit thing and whether or not he he got it or not. I don't know. Um, but it was his right to to say hey. I don't really love this plan. Saw it from you other people. Didn't love the plan. So I said, you know what? Not worth pissing off the community in general about because it it's like it's not it was it was meant to try to reward the the players and the thing. And but if that's not if that's not the way to do it, then that's not the way to do it. I had to listen. So pulled it, refunded all the money to to everybody. It was only four hundred at the time, but um we refunded it. So I figured just do and it's cool. I mean I, I get it. Wanted to, I did a video about it. I went to Century City afterwards and people, you know. Reddit lost their minds about it. Too. I understand. They're passionate fans over there too. Um, I get it. I just it was like I said it in the video. I was like, holy shit! I feel exact breath when all that shit went down. Um, but it was. It's it, people don't see everything that kind of goes into everything else. We got like live events, spectacular things. You got to do production costs, equipment. Like it just it it adds up in general, right? So. It's, uh, it was just a, um, didn't work out. So I think what we're going to try to do, I'm trying to figure out what can be the, the alt prize for the winning faction, whether it's like championship rings or, you know, maybe doing the same thing we did last year for like a big championship dinner or something. We'll figure something out. I cannot let people go empty handed. There's no chance I'm going to do that. I'll find one way or another to do something. Um, I got to, I mean, the amount of work that these people put in, you have no idea. So that was, that was the idea before behind it was to, to see if I could try to, gather something in an amount of time and and honestly because we're just so slammed with planning for spectacular and all that so um 
all good. Just wanted to address it. Let you know. I already did a video on it as well. But um, and speaking of which, I got to show you this. I got to show you, and then we'll get into one last. Don't thing. miss the, the biggest, biggest event, event in movie, movie trivia history: the Schmodown Spectacular Six. All of the championships are on the line. Lady Justice Marisol McKee looks to defend her championship for a second time. The Outlaw John Roca, the final match in the Outlaw's storied career. Get your tickets now. The Schmodownlive.com. So, if you didn't know already, the spectacular happens December 4th. Schmodownlive.com. Check it out. Hope you can be there. It's at uh, the Globe Theater. It's going to be a lot of fun. John Roca's opponent has been announced. Um, today is Wednesday. If you watch it live, you'll find out today who it's going to be. Okay. Last one here, guys. I wanted to tell you, you got, you got, you got to stop scratching your butts up with old toilet paper. Don't do it. Don't do it. The one thing that I wanted to do I want to give my friends and family something more memorable than just a gift card. You got to do something fun, something unique. Think about it. It's got to be meaningful. And if you want to give someone a gift that is very unique, it is cool, and it is eco-friendly, techy, but it's actually very affordable, Hello Tushy. Hello Tushy bidets take all of those boxes. If you're buying for a lot of family members, Hello Tushy bidets are a great gift for your eco-conscious cousin, neat freak sister, your farty dad, and anyone who poops. I think that's everyone. So we all deserve a better clean while contributing to a healthier planet. You want to talk about a gift that keeps on giving? Hello Tushy bidets. It cleans your butt way better than wiping. Facts. It cuts your toilet paper use down by 80%. It saves trees and all the thousands of gallons of water used to convert them into toilet paper. And it comes with a book full of poop jokes. That alone should be enough to get it. My butt is in love with a touche. I remember when they sent it to me a while ago when we were doing Nessie and Live. And I was like, let me know. Check it out. This might be tough to set up. It wasn't. It didn't take very long to do. You don't need a plumber. You don't need nothing. And man, it felt, I felt classy. I felt very classy. Washing my butt that way. It's nice. Stop spreading your business around your butthole with toilet paper. Start washing with Hello Tushy. The Hello Tushy bidet, what it does is it washes your butt with fresh water for a way better clean than toilet paper. Makes sense. It's very easy. You simply spray and then you pat dry. It attaches to your existing toilet. And as I mentioned, you don't need an electrician. You don't need a plumber. It installs in less than eight minutes. And it cuts down your toilet paper use by 80%, saving money and paper waste. Make the restroom your best room, you like that, with the complete Tushy system, including the Tushy bidet attachment, the Ottoman toilet brush, and Tushy stand and tissue. Join the millions of happy Hello Tushy customers right now who take care of their Yule logs the, the dignified way. Now give the gift of a clean butt to yourself or your loved ones this holiday season, and you know what you'll get? 10% off, plus free shipping right now at hellotushy.com slash big thing. Now, what I need you to do is you tag me, at Christian Harloff, and Hello Tushy on social media so we can celebrate your clean butt. That's hellotushy.com slash big thing for 10% off and free shipping. Man, you guys are making out like bandits with this stuff. I'll tell you that. Um, oh, okay. And I'm glad that I just said that. 
because one last thing I wanted to talk about here before we get into the pictures with you guys. So I have been asked many times over what I watch on like YouTube besides, you know, it's in the trailers or anything like that because people are like, what are your favorite YouTube channels and things? And I, and you know, things will pop up that I'll watch funny videos or, or things that nothing in, in general, but um, I have gotten hooked to this dude's YouTube channel recently. And, and I'll tell you why in a moment, but Pierogi, and you guys probably know him, or at least I'm somebody who's got millions, millions of subscribers, this guy. And the name of the channel is scammer payback. Um, I love this dude. He, so I got scammed once in the same exact way where I, I was working at Collider and there was something going on with PayPal. And so I Googled the PayPal customer service thing and I needed some help like right away because there was some big thing that was happening with Ellis and I and our account and this whole thing was going down and I had to, I had to figure it out. So I Googled the, the freaking Google, the, the PayPal customer service and it sent me to this thing. And I don't know, the guy said, I can't remember if he said he refunded me, whatever happened, but I had to go, I'm, I cannot tell you how mad at myself I was at the end of this thing, but I got, did the whole thing, went to the store, the Target, got these cards, sent this guy money, whatever too, and then I'm like, oh, in the middle, I'm like, you idiot, and I go, and it was after like the first card, it was like 100 bucks or whatever it was, and I got the money back from the bank, but whatever, I said to him, I go, you, and I said, you fucking prick, I'm like, you got me. I'm like, you got me. I'm like, go. And I hung up on him, right? And he tried to call back, and that was the end of it. And I got scammed out of it. And I got the money back, and I had to go through this whole thing. It was it was, was a stupid, can you believe that I got caught? Say what you will. Point is, this shit happens to a lot of people. And it, and, it, and they really they really go after, like, senior citizens and stuff. Like, you know, people who don't understand and aren't aren't familiar with with technology and say their computer's broken and they and they go after them there's this whole thing going on so this cat this guy man he is he is he is like robin hood um i love this guy and he's hilarious really funny he, he he'll, he's got like this whole setup if you didn't know i mean a lot of you guys are probably like yeah you didn't know about pierogi um but he, he calls the scammers up. And if you've never checked them out before, please check it out. Is this? Yeah. Oh, all right. I, I thought it was a scroll, but it was the dude. Hey, dude, come here. Come here. Come here. Oh, there's the dude. There he is. Oh, there he is. There he is. What are you doing? I thought you were a squirrel. Your breath stinks. You know that? It stinks bad. Um, hey, but I can't, I, can't, I can't do this right now. Yeah. Yeah. You, you yawning? So you look good on camera, though. You know that? You, you play well on camera. All right, get out of here. Um, so anyway, this guy, what he does is he he knows he he's like taking down like rings of of these guys, and he knows he he's not just a guy who just calls up and figures out like okay, there's a scammer. I'm just gonna figure. It. He he like hacks into their computers. He deletes their files. He gets people to raid them. He converts some of them over to work for him. He's this guy is brilliant. And he's hilarious. Like he he 
when he he's got different characters that he's got, and he's got this one. I can't remember her name is. I remember the first name is Vivian, but um, I can't remember what is. And he's like this old lady, and he says these things to her, and he disguises his voice, um, and he does the same thing as another old man, and he's, and then he puts himself in like uh, in these graphics. Very entertaining channel. I've been I've been obsessed with the with the videos, and I really like what he does because he's he's helping people out, and he's really helping people out. So if you if you've never heard of him before. Check him out. It's uh, Scammer Payback is the name of the channel and um, and it, Pierogi. If you have, then comment on on the thread here and, and tell me what some of your favorite stuff is if you've ever heard of him before. And if um, yeah, if you go over there, tell my tell my uh, recommended you. Um, not that I've ever had one conversation with this man, but I would love to interview him. I think he's a I think he's a genius. I really do. I think he's he's. One of it's like like I said, I don't really get into other YouTube channels a lot of times, and and like you know like t- like just certain things because we're always doing the movie stuff, so I'm always paying attention to our space. But I uh, really really like this guy's channel. I, every time he finds a, a new video, every time he puts a new video out, I'm I'm pretty intrigued. All right, now it's time to talk to you guys, and let's get to some of these questions. And here are the questions right now. So the first one that we have is. Gareth Herridge, and he starts with a showdown question. He said, you've mentioned previously how you don't like heel players being on face teams and vice versa. With managers only allowed to have five players on a faction next season, will you still allow face-heel combinations or will managers only be allowed to keep or pick players to match the faction? I personally love some of the heel-face dynamics we've had over the last two seasons, so I'm hoping it could potentially continue. Thanks. Um, so it just depends, right? It depends on how it fits into the overall dynamic and story like there's certain people on certain factions that it just doesn't make sense when they're walking up some if you have a particular person who's got this one attitude and then you've got someone who is like a super nice person you got it just it doesn't play inside of character at all um so there'll be new there'll be some changes there'll be some new things let's do some old things so it's like a mixture it just depends it give, give me give me some time to set it up because we're going to we're going to do a lot of new things next season for sure. All right, moving on to the next one. So the next one, Madi, uh, you're Raymond. What's your biggest surprise of the year so far? Mine is how good Pig was. You know, I haven't seen Pig yet, but I hear great things about it. And that's Nick Cage, right? I haven't, I haven't seen it, but Bateman was raving about it. A lot of people are raving about it. I have not had a chance to see it yet, but I want to see it. My biggest surprise, I mean, I thought that I would enjoy that I could potentially like the Suicide Squad. I was surprised how much I loved it. And I was surprised how much I loved John Cena. I was surprised how much, like, because for me, I, I'm like, I like Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't like the second one. Um, so I was worried that that, that kind of stuff was going to transfer over. But all the gr- stuff that makes James Gunn a very unique filmmaker and his sense of humor, he was able to apply that to the Suicide Squad. Loved that movie. Absolutely loved that movie. So that one surprised me as that I loved it as much as I thought that that as much as I did because I didn't think I'd love it as much as I did. So that's probably one. Um, okay, next one. Reese Parkin. In the future of Star Wars, if if it's going to be through TV medium such as Disney Plus, could we see movie length episodes of the shows at some point? For example, a Mandalorian movie for the finale. I mean, that's what I would like. I think that. I think that they would solve some problems here in the film industry if they took a budget, like a feature film budget, they planned out the season in general, 
and knew where it was going and filmed a movie, if you knew, if Mandalorian was, it's something different too, right? If Mandalorian was eight episodes and then set, or eight episodes, and then the season finale would be the movie and you dropped it in the theater, whatever date, you know, the, the week, the week after the, the eighth episode drops. And in order to see the finale, you got to go into the theater and go watch it in the theater. And then it drops on Disney plus a month later. Um, I think that's an interesting way to do it. Um, but as far as do I see feature length movies, I, it's look, it is right now with everything still happening in, because the 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 film division of Lucasfilm, I think, is to, is still in disarray. I, I think that I I don't I don't think that the entire all Lucasfilm. I think most of it is is working really well. I mean, look at TV, right? But I think the film they still haven't. You look at all the stuff that happened, Patty Jenkins. It's just it's just not there yet. Still, um, and trying a new way to do things, whether it's doing one feature film just for a feature film movie for Disney plus. But the, the thing is the reason why movies are going to always be a thing and should be is because there's so much money in them and that if you hit the right one, I mean, look at the movies, look at the original trilogy, whatever you think about them. They made, they made a lot of money, whether they lost money after the, the force Wagons made, I get this all the time. Yeah. The force, the other movies made a billion dollars, but they made way less than the force awakens. They still made a billion dollars. So they still made a, a huge profit. As we talked about before, um, massive, so um, movies have the potential to make a lot of money. So they should still be made. And they just, I don't know. We got to see what happens to the Taika Waititi and we got to see what happens in the Kevin Feige situation of it. If either one of those guys wind up leaving to creative differences, that's, that's, that's going to be a big thing. Or maybe it won't. I don't know. It's like Teflon at this point. I don't know. Who knows? All right. I think that, I think that is it. Oh, there's one more. One more. Sean Moriarty. With rumors of Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield being in Far From Home, what are the chances that Nicholas Hammond, the original 70s Spider-Man, was asked back for a cameo like Linda Carter in Wonder Woman 1984? He was just in Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, so he is still acting. Very possible. They've uh, done it before with Lou Ferrigno and other things too, and, and, it would, and I think there would be like a nice little nod to people where it's like, if you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. Um, so that could be that could be interesting. I'm curious to see if if they wind up doing that. I don't know, but if he popped up, I think it would be nice. Okay, please subscribe to this channel if you haven't done it before. Do it now. Do that for sure. Please do that. We'd love for you to do that. That would be really nice. And also, please, 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 subscribe to us on podcast form. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere. They are, find, they are found. And we really, really, really rely on those podcast sponsors and get good ones. We want ones that, like I mentioned today, because we want to be able to offer you guys these things. But we also want to be able to stay on the air and do some things. And thank you. We've already hit over 22,000 subscribers already. Just This channel is brand new. We're moving. People are really giving us some good feedback on this channel. So please continue to do so. I'm trying to answer back as many comments as possible. Trying to answer all of them. It just takes a bit now, which is good. With more videos and more um, subscribers coming in, there's more comments. So um, I'm, I think, and I made it clear, I think community is very, very important. And I think that YouTube somewhere along the way, a lot of uh, creators have lost the fact that communicating with with your community is one of the most important things 
Um, it's why we got into this in the first place. So I try to do everything I can to comment back and talk to you guys. So please keep on commenting, click like, do that subscribe and hit the notification button so you can know every time we do a new video, it's the way YouTube works. Um, it helps us get more people on uh, seeing the videos and helps to grow the channel. So if you, if you like this old school vibe or you're brand new to the channel, thank you so very much for joining. I cannot thank you guys enough. I appreciate everything and all the feedback. Uh, this is going to be we Friday is the Spider-Man rewatch with myself and Winston. We're doing far from home as we wrap up and the next uh, Monday Ellis will be on next Wednesday Matt Sarah will be on and then Friday will be the last of the rewatch in Spider-Man as we will be doing um, into the Spider-Verse so it's a big week thank you guys I appreciate it keep those comments coming peace